What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I'm gonna to give you my simple three-step process to start quickly beating the bad poker players. Let's jump right into it. All right, so many people struggle these days versus bad poker players, the so-called fishy poker players. You know what I'm talking about, the recreational players at your table that just play the game for fun. Now, the reason why many people tell me they have problems with this is because these players are wild, they're unpredictable, you know, you can't put them on a hand, you know, like you can versus is the good poker players so a lot of people have these wild ideas these days that if they just move up to higher stakes and play against you know the rational thinking good poker players that suddenly they're going to start winning at poker guys and this is really just a sort of backwards way of viewing the game because what you need to understand is that because these players play so poorly the our fishy friends this is precisely why they're so profitable you can just use a program like poker tracker you play online poker and you can go see their results for yourself. These players lose at a prolific rate. So I'm gonna give you a simple three-step formula today to start quickly beating these players consistently. And I'm also gonna give you a bonus advanced strategy at the end that I've used to literally win tens of thousands of dollars versus these players online. So let's jump into it. All right, so step number one is to get involved in as many pots as possible versus the bad poker players. This might go against everything you've been told before. You know, a lot of people say, oh, just play tight, wait for a good hand. Guys, that is complete and utter nonsense. If you want to win big in poker versus any player type, it doesn't matter which one, you have to be involved in pots versus them. This is just, you know, it should be common sense, really. You can't win a pot if you're not involved. If you're just gonna sit around and wait for the nuts, wait for your pocket aces, you know, somebody like myself is gonna get in there with a suited connect and take all the bad players money before you even get a chance because of course we don't get dealt good hands like pocket aces very often so you need to get in there and you need to isolate the bad players now let me define that term when I say isolate I mean when one of these bad players limps into the pot which is what they love to do that means just calling the big blind pre-flop you need to raise it up I would suggest raising it to about four big blinds or five big blinds in a situation like this you are isolating that player you're trying to get the pot heads up on the flop now once again like I said you do not want to sit around waiting for pocket aces and pocket kings you want to raise up for example hands like ace four offsuit eight six of diamonds or clubs or whatever it doesn't matter queen seven offsuit king four offsuit jack eight suited i think you guys get the idea guys you need to create profitable situations for yourself versus these players you need to isolate them and give yourself a chance to win by getting into as many pots versus them as possible because these players make massive fundamental mistakes after the flop and therefore you don't need pocket kings or pocket aces in order to beat these players players and now let's talk about the actual strategy to beat them in point number two so point number two is to relentlessly value bet versus the bad players I should have bolded that word relentlessly okay because guys if you hit anything I'm talking about anything I'm gonna walk you through an example hand here on the flop turn and river 
you bet big. Again, I really should have emphasized that. I'm not talking about betting, you know, the pot's $10. I'm not talking about betting $2. I'm talking about betting $8. Bet $10, bet $20 if, if these players won't fold anything and you have top pair. This is really, again, goes against a lot of what they're teaching these days. A lot of so-called experts are teaching people these days to bet tiny amounts, especially against bad players. And it's just, it's not optimal at all. It's not the way to beat these kind of players. So an example hand here, bad player limps in middle position. You ISO raise them with the old queen eight of diamonds on the button. They call flop comes down with a ace of spades, king of clubs and eight of hearts. We got bottom pair, not a great hand, but they check to you. What should you be doing? You should be betting and you should be betting big. Once again, pot's $10. I would suggest betting $8 here. Let them know that if they want to call with their jack 10 or their uh, eight deuce or their pocket sixes, it's going to cost them. And the beautiful thing about bad poker players that we know is they love to call. By the way, if you guys want to know my complete strategy to beat the bad poker players and the good poker players, I just released my brand new Black Rain 79 Elite Poker University 17 hours of advanced training. I will include links to that in the description below. But let's move on to point number three, which is to never ever bluff the bad poker players. So we just talked about relentlessly value betting these players with any time you hit any kind of decent hand, any kind of pair or anything, but on the flip side, of course, it means we need to lay off when we don't have anything because they're just going to call. We just talked about that. These players do not fold and you're just going to end up putting yourself on tilt versus them when you try to bluff them. So let's give you an example. Once again, bad player limps in early position this time. You decide to take my advice and you ISO raise them on the button with the old ace three offsuit and the bad player calls. So the flop comes down with an eight of diamonds, five of spades, and seven of diamonds. Not a whole lot going on on this flop, but this player checks to us. So we're gonna make a standard continuation bet here. Now in a situation like this, as I talk about in my first book, Crushing the Micro Stakes, I would suggest betting small in a situation like this. I suggest using a staggered, highly exploitative approach versus these players. I also talk about this in my brand new Elite Poker University training, that we want to be staggering our bet sizes versus the bad poker players because they're not paying attention. So once again, let's just assume the pot is $10 here. You can absolutely, and you should bet $3 in this situation here. We don't need to waste a bet of $8 in a situation like this because we're just looking for a fold. We have nothing on this board, um, but this player goes ahead and raises. Guys, please just fold in this spot. Don't try to be the hero when you have literally no equity on this board. You know, if this player has anything, any kind of pair, any kind of draw, they are way ahead of us on this board. Do not fight for pots like this. One of the biggest things you need to learn when playing against bad players is when they actually decide to get aggressive versus you, you gotta believe them, guys. A lot of people don't wanna do that. They think all oh, these players are screwing around. No, guys, they're very, very passive in general. And when they do decide to raise you in a spot like this, it's usually because they have a big hand, like an over pair, like two pair, top pair, something like that. Let's move on to my bonus tip now for beating the bad poker players and that is to over bet shove action river cards. I have famously used this strategy. I talk about it in all my books and in my new training course. I have literally won tens of thousands of dollars in small stakes, 
particularly online games versus our fishy friends using this strategy that I'm going to reveal to you right now. So number one, let's ask ourselves a question. What do fish never fold? Fish, bad players. Two pair, three of a kind, straights, flushes. Guys, they will literally mortgage their house to call you down with these hands. They will literally put up their first child's college education fund in order to call your bet when they have hands like this. They do not fold them for any reason at all. So let's look at an example hand here. The river comes with the four of hearts, six of hearts, six of clubs, seven of spades, and eight of hearts. And let's imagine that we have a hand like pocket sevens on this board, which is a full house, of course, with the seven of clubs and the seven of diamonds. Guys, please, if you are in this spot, shove all in. Once again, do not listen to what the so-called experts tell you, you know, it's a, a $50 pot here, just bet $20. No, bet $200. Whatever's in front of you, if you've got $1,000 in front of you, shove it all in the middle because why, as we just said, guys, bad poker players are fishy friends. They do not fold two pair. They do not fold three of a kind, straights or flushes. And there are multiple, multiple ways for them to have one of these second best hands, remember a full house beats all of these hands, there's multiple ways for them to have one of those hands on this board. Let's just talk about a couple of them. You know, eight, seven is two pair, for example. If they have any six, they have three of a kind. Again, we're beating all of these hands. If they have any five in their hand, ace five, king five, queen five, jack five, these are all a straight on this board. Once again, bad players do not fold straights. And if they have any two hearts in their hand, they have a flush, and we don't even block the flush, we don't have a heart in our hand, so it's very conceivable they could have two hearts as well. Once again, guys, bad players, they do not fold these hands for any amount of money. So the biggest mistake that a lot of people make here is they just bet $20 into a $50 pot, whereas I bet $200, and the fish is gonna call you either way. They're gonna call $20 or they're gonna call $200. So why on earth would you ever bet the smaller amount? Guys, these are the exploitative strategies that I've been talking about for literally 10 years in my books and in my videos as well. And you really need to understand this strategy on a deeper level in order to beat the bad players. And I hope this gives you a better idea about how you can use a little bit of thinking outside the box strategy these days to win much more against these players. And that will ultimately make a massive of difference to your bottom line of the poker tables. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.